Step on up. Give me that ticket. Grab that popcorn. I'm AKA Pad, Peter A. DeLuca, and this is my movie podcast. It's called AKA Pad's The Film Buff Podcast. Because why is it called that? Because I'm obsessive over film and I want to share my life experience in consuming film. And we're trying to save film criticism here because things like the internet has slayed the film criticism dragon and I am here to resurrect it. So you're going to get criticism, you're going to get insight, you're going to get perspective, you're going to get the real take of what it takes to talk about movies. Let's go. Let's get into it, AKA Patters. This is going to be, I, I, I battled with this type of release for a long time. Doing uh, a YouTube video release to accompany a podcast episode. This is this is that episode. The reason is because I, I have a YouTube audience. Yeah, some friends. Some friends that hang around with me on the YouTube live streaming video comments, all that fun stuff, but they don't really cross over to the podcast. Now, you all know that this show is available on every single known available podcast network. Previously, this show was called AKA Pads Audio Audacity, and the reason for this is it's something I've read a long time ago from a book called Art of the Deal. You guys know the book. You know who wrote it. But that individual that wrote that book, you know, ghostwriter, whatever, but he had a really good point in that book. And that book was Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is. I read that book. That was one of the first books I ever read. The second book I ever read next to that, or maybe the first book, you know, like the, the two-headed dragon of first books was Bram Stoker's Dracula, because I was so into that Francis Ford Coppola movie. I had to know everything about Dracula. But getting back to Art of the Deal, our boy says, put your money where your mouth is. And from an early age, maybe from the age of 13 or 15, I, I would have to go back and check, but I've used some type of moniker. And AKA Pad became that. Another known as Peter Anthony DeLuca, AKA PAD. So I started a, a podcast as, as most of them, most of them begin as. You sit down with a friend and you just go. Because we're all convinced that our personal conversations <laughs> are are entertaining and it would be entertaining to a large audience that's not the case uh i found along the way that the the first iterations of the podcast and if you're on any stream you can scroll down if you scroll down long enough you can uh find those early episodes i didn't change the title or or anything But what you find out is when you call upon collaborators, these collaborators will eventually betray you. They will betray you in effort, in quality, in communication. They will fail you. So I went solo. I said, I I'll do this 
movie podcast on my own. I'll do it. And that became AKA Pad's Audio Audacity podcast. And yeah, we we did a a, a heck of a run. Uh, on average, the podcast does 100 episodes a calendar year. We have crazy months like this month, October. October, November, December are crazy months for the show because they're themed months. So, and and I haven't dropped any of them yet because I I had to focus on episode 500. That's where we are now. October's the 31 Days of Dread. November is Thanks Flicking. And December is Cinemas. And Thanks Flicking is the films I'm thankful for. They're not Thanksgiving movies. There's plenty of Christmas movies. There's plenty of Halloween movies for the other two themes. But, you know, as I approached episode 500, and thank you all. I mean, holy crap. You guys have been with me. But thank you all for sticking with me, bearing through it. Uh, you know, we did do the race to 500, which were a countdown of my favorite filmmakers, Woody Allen being number one. Something had to, you know, like it, it felt right. Something had to change. And I want to put my money where my mouth is even further. Audio Audacity never sounded right to me. Uh, I, I think it phonically, it rolls off the tongue well. So why not? But what I'm about to tell you is the new, the new name of this show. And it's AKA Pad, The Film Buff. And I think that perfectly defines two aspects of the show. Number one, buff. I'm buff. I work out once a day, sometimes twice a day. I travel, I work out. I go I go to a friend's house, I sleep over my mother's, I work out. Don't sleep over my place and expect me not to wake you up to work out. I work out a lot. I used to be a skinny mini. I used to have to run around the shower to get wet. I used to use a Dorito as a hang glider. I was that freaking skinny. And now, I'm a different person because of it. I'm stronger. Back here, you guys see my books. I'm more focused. I'm more well-read. And the discipline of iron brought that out of me. And then, it's the antiquated term of film buff. Back in the early days, the Quentin Tarantino days, the the you had to work at a video rental store. Jamie Kennedy and Scream. That's who he's based on. But no, you had to work at a video rental store to absorb enough film knowledge. And if you did so, you were called a film buff. Now they're kind of called cinephiles. Never really liked that word. That's, that's a scary word, by the way. Cinephile, scary word. So I wanted to bring back the term film buff. Wanted to put my money where my mouth was. Keep that trend going. So it's AKA pad, the film buff. We have a new logo that I drew. 
because I draw, that I created. New branding. We're going to have a new intro. There's going to be new music. There's a more focus on integrating the other things I'm doing through the show. But that's it. And along the way, a.k.a. Pad the Film Buff, we're going to be focusing on my bucket list movies. For example, War Horse, Tim Burton's Big Eyes, films from the great filmmakers that I have yet to see. This will further round out my knowledge of their filmography, so my perspective may change. So it's going to be bucket list movies, and bucket list movies are are old and new. The other the other bullet point I'm going to attack is we're going to go into the classics. We're going to go into the real films. We're also going to be highlighting streaming services. I'm going to sit down with you, and we're going to go through everything Paramount Plus has, Disney Plus, Netflix. We're just going to go through them, and those. Those might be videos as well. I think everything I'm going to do moving forward is going to partner as a video. So if you're on Spotify, you're going to get the video goodness. I'm also going to be continuing my perspective of franchises. For example, for Star Wars, we have yet to talk about one of those Ewok made-for-TV movies. I might just watch them both back-to-back again. We're going to discuss that. There's a completionist in me when I discuss film and review film. It's hard to get a perspective if you really don't have it all crammed in your head. That's what she said. But no. We want more film. We want more knowledge. We want more understanding. I'm also going to be highlighting books and essays on film theory, biographies, the making of films. You know, like I want to go through all of you with the with the making of Waterworld, the making of Armageddon, because these are uh, insanely significant films that I feel like the internet has destroyed. The other bullet point is I'm going to maintain no hot takes, no fast reviews. I'm going to maintain. That when I sit down to speak to you about movies, that I have seen a film more than once. This is part of my pushback. Because I firmly believe in this age that the internet and social media has destroyed, say it with me, has destroyed film criticism. I feel like in my heart of hearts, in my the marrow of my bones... I feel that I'm the last person standing. Isn't that crazy? The hot take position on film reviews, the attack some films get pre-release, Rob Zombie, The Monsters, I'm looking at you. It doesn't give the film reviewer or, or anyone any credit that attacks a movie before they've seen it. For some reason, 
we feel like trailers and previews are are fair game and they're not just gifts. And then we have this other side saying that films like Prey should have been dropped in theaters and only if we've seen more of it, we could have put the money in theaters. Okay, but there's also the risk of what they've seen from it could have ended up like the monsters. And these are the same commentators. They will talk out of both ends of their mouth and butt and they're hypocrites just out of the nature of how they produce content. This is not this is not the show. This is not my intent. This is not what I want to do. It is up to me to save film criticism. So it's it's pretty awesome though. Let me toot my own horn. It's pretty awesome of crossing the 500 episode threshold. Uh, I we know some of, some of the uh, the chip on my shoulder. That's why we're wearing the Tom Brady colors while we do this. The chip on my shoulder is I was a speech impediment kid. I was special ed. I rode the short bus. I was ostracized. Uh, I was told by the school board that I I was remedial. That I I couldn't move any further in academics during. A school during in-school suspension at times because, you know, I, I was a little bit of a uh, naughty kid here and there. I would read the books of my upperclassmen, books like All Quiet on the Western Front, books like The Good Earth. I stole copies of Bullfinch's mythology to read. I was a regular at my school library. So this podcast is a extension of that. This is a part of the chip of my shoulder because people told me I shouldn't do it. People told me I can't do it. Previous partners and guests on this very show told me I shouldn't do it. They told me I shouldn't continue. They told me I can't do it solo. I needed a guest. They told me I had to do movie news and and jump on reviews as soon as I saw particular flicks. Hey, on this very show, we have yet to discuss Top Gun Maverick. Why? Because I've only seen it twice. I've only seen it twice. I feel like I have to see it more. You guys get the drift? We're in long-form discussion when it comes to movies. And it's all documented. That's the important part. Imagine Siskel and Eber or Eber or... Peter Taverns from Rolling Stone, that hack. But imagine their entire thought process on film review and film discussion was documented. And and not just what the publisher wanted you to see. I'm the publisher. I want you guys to see it all. I want you guys to see me even turn on movies. I liked it, but it doesn't land well with me. Or... I didn't understand it, but now I get it. Eyes wide shut, I'm looking at you. Which is probably Kubrick's best movie, I just got to say. So everyone, thank you. Everyone on YouTube, expect more of this. If you're watching me on Spotify, expect more of this. If you're listening to me, expect more of this. AKA Pad, the film buff, is here to stay. I'm not going away, and I will save film criticism. We're going to leave this episode 
and we're going to go right into episode 501, and I'm going to discuss with all of you the 31 Days of Dread. We're going to do a little bit of a retrospective. We're going to go through all the previous movies I have done for the 31 Days of Dread. And then I'm going to start dropping the 31 Days of Dread. We're going to do maybe two episodes a day until we're called up. Those are pre-recorded episodes. They're not released yet. But I had to do episode 500. It's a milestone. And I'm tooting my own horn. As instructed to me from the art of the deal. AKA Pad here. I love you. Signing out. Okay, that's a wrap. Everyone, thank you for joining me. Thank you for sticking with me through another fantastic episode of AKA Pads, the Film Buff Podcast. I really do, from the bottom of my heart. And you, you have to understand, uh, all of this is coming from a dude that had a speech impediment. So just to get this deep, get this level of interaction, all of it, it is deeply meaningful to me. And I do nothing but thank you from the marrow of my bones. Moving forward. I just got to say it, and we know, we know that my source and my love for movies stems back from my father, Tony DeLuca, who just loved watching movies. He loved hanging out with us. Yeah, like we did it all growing up as 80s children, my sister and I, but this podcast, everything you're listening to is dedicated to him and to my mother who did nothing but support and bring my sister and myself up and you know just kind of like not saying no and just being good parents and giving us an opportunity just to go out there and chase it so thank you thank you tony and thank you leslie everything everything is owed to you and enough with this happiness if you really want to support me people if you love me that much you can go to akapad.com there's all kinds of ways to support me some of them many of them are free that's right leave a comment subscribe to however you're listening to this show it to your friend there's so many ways to support the effort and it's up to you to broadcast and to promote the effort because i'm giving you the content and guess what when you when you show people when you tell people to listen to me they're gonna be like my god you must be smart because you're giving me something insanely fun creative and intelligent to listen to you're, you're just going to come off as a solid person all right people signing out i love you